Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Would you be the jerk for refusing to give your niece a job referral? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for refusing to cover my friend's portion of the bill at a restaurant? I recently went out to dinner with a group of friends to celebrate a birthday. We decided to split the bill evenly, as we usually do to make things simpler. However, as we were calculating each person's share, we realized that one of our friends, let's call her Sarah, had ordered significantly more food and drinks than the rest of us. When the bill arrived, Sarah seemed taken aback by the total amount and sheepishly admitted that she had underestimated how much she had ordered. She suggested that we split the bill evenly anyway, reasoning that it would be fair since we all contributed to the celebration. However, I couldn't shake the feeling of unfairness. I had only ordered an entree and a non-alcoholic beverage, while Sarah had indulged in multiple appetizers, cocktails, and desserts. Splitting the bill evenly meant that I would end up paying for a portion of Sarah's extravagant meal, which didn't sit right with me. I politely expressed my concerns to the group, suggesting that we each pay for what we ordered to ensure fairness. However, Sarah became defensive and accused me of being cheap and ruining the mood of the celebration. Despite the tension, I stood my ground and insisted on only paying for what I had consumed. This led to an awkward confrontation at the table with some of my friends siding with Sarah and others supporting my stance. In the end, we decided to split the bill based on individual orders, but the atmosphere remained strained for the rest of the evening. Sarah barely spoke to me for the rest of the night, and I couldn't help but feel guilty for potentially ruining the birthday celebration. So, Reddit, am I the jerk for refusing to cover my friend's portion of the bill at a restaurant? So, some people might give OP flack if it was like agreed upon beforehand that, hey, we're going into this splitting the bill. But when you get there and all you order is a salad and a Coke, and you sit there and you witness as the other person basically orders the entire menu, does it not make it automatically incredibly unfair to expect somebody to pay half of that? Even worse when they look at the receipt and their reaction is, ooh, I didn't know I ordered that much food. It almost feels like an extra slap to the face when they're like, well, at least I have you here to split the bill with me. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter-in-law slash son that I didn't want you there, so I didn't invite you, and I will not be doing invites that I don't mean? I am very annoyed. I have two daughter-in-laws, and this is about Amy. Amy is very sensitive in my opinion. This isn't always a bad thing, but there have been multiple times where she started crying over small things. She started crying when I informed her my childhood dog, over 40 years ago, was dead. For this reason, my son is extremely protective over her. The outdoors are also not comparable with her, to be honest. She is clumsy, which usually results in her falling and getting hurt. The worst case was when she fell and scraped her knee and started bawling. I truly thought someone was dying or extremely hurt. It was a scraped knee. Instead of it feeling like an adult relationship, it feels like I have to babysit her all the time. Not mention walking on eggshells or she might cry. My two daughters also have felt this way, and when we bring it up, my son will not entertain the conversation. 
I don't know what's going on with her, but we've raised our complaints before and nothing changes. So I'm planning a camping trip and I invited my other daughter-in-law and my daughters. The reason above, I didn't invite Amy. I also believe not everyone has to be invited to everything. She's still invited to all full family trips, holidays, and get-togethers. She's also never invited me out, which is fine. The trip is next weekend. They came over to pick up the kids and asked me to babysit next week. I turned it down since I'll be gone. They learned about the trip since I wasn't going to lie. Amy got quiet and asked why she wasn't invited. I told her this was just a trip with them. She got quiet and my son got ticked and told me I should have invited her. I reiterate that this wasn't a family trip. Nothing was working. After going in circle, I had enough. I told both of them I didn't invite her since I didn't want her there. I will not be giving invites to someone I don't want at the event. You don't get invited everywhere and they both need to be an adult and understand. If they can't get that through their heads, then I will bring up every family vacation they took where I didn't get an invite. They both called me a jerk. I don't think Opie's the jerk here because I don't think they're necessarily wrong. I don't think everybody has to be invited to everything. And if you're family and you're not invited to something, chances are it's not something where they overlooked you or they ignored you. So they need to get past the whole being offended aspect of it. I mean, bottom line, who wants to go on a vacation with somebody that turns it into an exhausting chore? It's not a vacation then. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter the reason she doesn't have a village is due to being overbearing? My daughter, 29, has one child named Sally. We have a large family with a lot of aunts and uncles. At the beginning, everyone was super happy to help out and be the village. The problem started when my daughter started having issues with every single thing they did when helping her out. At first, it was big things that should be respected, like respecting nap time. But over time, it started to get smaller and smaller. It got to the point where she was nitpicky just to nitpick. Whenever someone would babysit or help her out, she would be texting them constantly or basically be hovering over their shoulder. Some examples, Aunt Jen's basement isn't safe, the kid doesn't go into her basement, wash the dirty baby clothes with the wrong softener, food wasn't correct, always too hot or too cold, the list goes on and on. To make it worse, she has an attitude that she's the one doing us a favor by letting us near Sally, and not that we're helping her out since none of us need to help out. I've talked to her about this before. I understand she is a first-time parent, but it is very frustrating. It's all her way, and she won't accept anything else. It got to the point where they don't help her anymore. They were tired of her nitpicking everything they do and were done. She was complaining that no one was helping her, and basically they all suck. I told her the reason she doesn't have a village anymore is due to big overbearing. She called me a jerk and hasn't answered my texts. If you have people that are dependable enough to keep showing up to try to help you with stuff, I get being upset about things that might be detrimental to the kid in some way, but like, these people are all doing what they can to help you and doing their best. Opie's not the jerk for pointing out that she was not appreciative of them at all. Like, how does she even have a need for babysitting, but also has the capability of figuring out in the moment whether or not the food is always either too hot or too cold? Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying I'm not paying for him to go back to college? I will keep this short. My son, when he was younger, went and failed out of college. He wouldn't go to class and would just party his days away. It was a huge waste of money. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. He's 25 now and commented that he wanted to go back to college and was asking for us to pay. We have moved the money to our retirement fund and we told him no, that the first time at college he wasted around 50000 and we're not willing to put up money after that. We would have to take it out of our retirement fund and it isn't happening. This resulted in an argument and calling us jerks. I told him he is lucky that he was able to flick out of college without any student debt in the first place. Absolutely not the jerk here. When you spend that much on your kid and you got them to that milestone of getting them in college and you watch them just waste it away, that point and especially now considering they're at least in their what mid-twenties, they're more than enough adult now to go this on their own. Our next story is, am I the jerk for kicking my roommate out and tossing his stuff in the trash after finding out he messed with my food? I, 24-year-old male, have shared an apartment with Andrew, 25-year-old male, for a year. We found this place through some friends and honestly, everything was pretty chill until this whole thing went down. My name is on the lease and Andrew would just Venmo me his half of the rent. We never had any formal contract between us. We were having dinner with some friends and we were drinking, chilling, and having fun. One of our mutual friends made a joke about me being very tidy and Andrew being very chaotic. In terms of our rooms, cleaning habits, and stuff like that, our friends asked us if that was a usual problem for us. So for some reason, Andrew decided to mention that whenever I'd get too annoying about cleaning the apartment or whatever, instead of fighting, he would go and spit on my food. Straight out spitting on my food. We were all laughing it off, but then Andrew went to the kitchen and demonstrated how easy it was to just take one of my prep meals for the week, open it, and spit on it. He did it right there in front of us. We were still laughing in a what the freak is happening kind of way. After our friends left, Andrew tries to play it off, asking if I'm okay with what he admitted and apologizes for it but I could sense he was dead serious. We ended up having a heated argument and I was furious. I told him he needed to find another place to stay and he stormed off to his room, slamming the door behind him. The next morning he heads off to the gym and in the meantime he sends me this long apology text. 
but when I didn't respond right away, he loses his cool again, saying he doesn't regret it, the spitting incident, and even cracks this disgusting joke about messing with my food, suggesting I avoid eating my ice cream because it's flavored now. Just the thought of it made my stomach turn, so I wasted no time. While he was out, I gathered up his belongings and tossed them in the trash. Some of my friends think I went too far by throwing away his stuff, but honestly it felt like my only option. I couldn't bear the idea of having him around after that. Honestly, I'm kind of embarrassed to tell the full story to most of my friends and family, especially mutual friends. I just tell them we had a fight, so I've been called a jerk on more than one occasion. Plus, I'm not the best at getting jokes either. Am I the bad guy here? Was going and throwing all of his stuff in the trash probably a worse move than he should have made? Probably. Am I going to really call OP the jerk here after all that's happened to them? Personally, I don't think so. If there is one thing in this world that will without a doubt gross me out beyond measure, it is anything to do with mucus, not spit. When something like that even comes up in movies, I have to just like close my eyes or like skip the scene. There's even a scene in the movie Titanic where the main character Jack teaches the fancy rich girl how to spit. That scene alone is horrendous enough, besides the fact that after that spitting scene, there's a scene where he doesn't realize he has this loogie on his lip. To me, that is the most gut-churning thing ever. Our next story is, am I the jerk for only getting ice cream for my son and not my nieces? We had a family gathering last weekend. I was there with my, female 25, son, 4, and my husband, my brother, 31, his wife and two daughters, 7 and 5. When we got to our parents' house, my brother and his family weren't there yet. I helped our mom prepare some food while my dad and my husband were outside cooking the barbecue. I'm pregnant so I have very strong cravings. For now I'm still in the normal kind of cravings. I had a craving for cherries, so as we still had some time before eating, I decided to go to the store to get some. My son wanted to go with me and he asked me to get him ice cream, so we went to the store and got the cherries, some other stuff for lunch, and an ice cream cone for him. He can't eat in the car, so once we got to my parents' house again, he unwrapped his cone and started eating. Once we got inside, I found out that my brother and his family were already there too. I didn't know because I didn't see their car. Sister-in-law greeted us and their youngest daughter said she wanted ice cream too. Sister-in-law told her to ask me, but I'd only bought one for my son. So she started crying. Sister-in-law and my brother were trying to calm her down and said they'll get ice cream later, but she was throwing a tantrum and saying she wanted ice cream now. Okay, one thing led to another and they started blaming me because I should have predicted this was going to happen and bought ice cream for all the kids? They were not there when I left and I didn't even see their car parked outside, so I couldn't have known that they were already there. My brother said that still, I knew they were coming so I could have bought the extra ice cream and given it to my nieces when they got here. I told them I wasn't thinking about them, only that my son wanted ice cream and that was it. It's not like I did it purposely to upset their kids. They kept treating me like I'm some sort of evil witch or something, telling me I wouldn't like it if they did something like this to my son, saying I'm selfish and all that. My sister-in-law and their youngest daughter left, and immediately after eating, my brother and oldest kid left as well. They're angry with me. Our parents and my husband tell me they're exaggerating. Supposedly, their youngest had a fever, so that's why she acted out. She was upset. I think all of this definitely didn't help at all with her sickness, but also, I just bought something for my kid. I don't understand how I'm such a jerk because of this, so I don't know. Am I wrong here? 
I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here, and I would be willing to believe that the kid was ill and that's why they acted the way they did. I mean, maybe they were just having a bad day in general. Five years old? That might just be about the worst day of their life so far. OP's definitely not the jerk here. And especially if that kid had a fever, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. You willfully brought your five-year-old with a fever around somebody who's pregnant? And you're saying the pregnant person's the jerk? This next story is, am I the jerk for not buying my daughter everything her stepsister has? Am I the jerk for not buying my daughter everything my stepdaughter has? I have a daughter, 10-year-old female, and a stepdaughter, 17-year-old female, with my new husband. My stepdaughter got a nice summer job and saved up a lot of money. She also works a part-time job and makes quite a lot. She bought herself an iPad Air, a laptop for college, and an S24 Ultra. My daughter has been increasingly wanting those things. She recently asked for an iPhone 15 because all her rich friends had them and she also wanted an iPad Pro. I told her I would get her an iPad for her birthday, but not an iPad Pro. She still complained and left. Her birthday was a few days ago and we got her a Redmi Note 13 for 200 euro and an iPad 9th gen for the same price. She threw a tantrum complaining how she got a cheap phone and about how all of her friends have iPhone. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 15s and how it's unfair her stepsister gets nice stuff while she doesn't and called me a terrible mom. My ex says I'm favoring my stepdaughter and I should buy her the iPhone 15 and iPad Pro, but it would put a strain on finances and I don't think a 10 year old needs the latest smartphone. Now my ex and daughter are mad, am I the jerk? The only thing I could be slightly understanding of is if you're wanting an iPhone, I think you're especially wanting an iPhone because you want to be in the iPhone ecosystem. You don't want to be one of those green bubblers. Which, by the way, I'm a completely happy Android user. I just agree with OP, though, that a 10-year-old does not need an iPhone 15. It's just too dang expensive. And if the ex is saying OP's the jerk, where are they putting up any of the money for this stuff? You think she deserves it that bad? You want to go 50-50? Bet they shut up real quick, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling all of my friends and family why my vacation home is off limits now, unless they rent it? I rent out my house through a service that includes insurance when it's in use. The insurance does not cover when I lend my house out to friends and family since they're not paying. I have regular homeowner's insurance for that. My brother was using my house with his family just after New Year's. It's a slow time and I wasn't going to lose out on much income. My nephew stayed up late one night and didn't go out for breakfast with his family, so he decided to make himself some food. He started a kitchen fire, and he freaked out and called 911 instead of using the fire extinguisher in the kitchen. He is 14, so I can't blame him too much. The smoke damage will cost about $8,700 to fix. I told my brother he could take his time paying me back. He said he wasn't going to pay for an innocent mistake. I needed the house in order, so I just fixed everything. I didn't go through insurance since I do not want my rates going up. I was obviously upset, so I posted about the fire and how ticked I was at my brother. 
Pretty much all my friends and family took the side of the innocent angel. They said it was unfair for me to expect that much money from him when he could have rented a hotel for one-fourth the price. So I agreed. I said that from now on, my house was off limits unless they rented it out or I was there and they came as my guests. Since I only used the house with my family, that means they can rent it all or use the only empty bedroom. It has a twin bed and a crib. Now the howling started that I'm being unfair to them for something that wasn't their fault. I offered to take up a collection from them to cover the repairs or the increased insurance premiums, and most of them shut up. I directed them all to my brother. He got quite angry at me for blaming him for the situation. I said I wasn't about to send a mob after my nephew. I bought the house after I got a settlement from a worksite accident. I used the income to supplement the difference in what I used to earn at my old job and what I do now. So I guess my question is, am I the jerk for telling everyone who has a problem with me charging rent or stuffing a family into a room meant for two small children to talk to my brother about it? I really don't think OP's the jerk here. And even if it took him a long time to pay that back, you know, like some very generous payment plan, he should have tried to do something to offer to make up for it. He is the quintessential ruin a good thing for everyone else person. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my mom be in the room for the birth of my son? Me, male 25, and my partner, female 26, are expecting our first child this Friday, and both of us are very excited. The only issue during this whole pregnancy has been my mom. Past few years, she's barely paid attention to my life, and suddenly now I'm having a child, she's always coming over to my house doing things I tell her not to and that me and my partner would do it. Recently, she's been trying to get me to agree to her being there to watch my son be born. I do not know what the restrictions of people there was before, but the hospital only allows two people in the room for a natural and one if C-section. My partner has already decided who she wants in the room with her and I have the full intent to have her wishes respected. But the past month, my mom has been on my butt about her getting to see one of her grandchildren be born and she missed her first grandchild be born because my brother and his partner live on a different end of the country. She has now become disappointed in me over the choice because as the father, I should be allowed to have a support person in the room with me. I say I'm not the one pushing out a dang watermelon, so why do I? I'm at my wit's end, and she's only added more stress to me and my partner this whole pregnancy. I miss the days where I'm invisible to her. I definitely think that that kind of decision should be left up to the partner who's actually delivering the baby, because let's be real, the father might benefit from some assistance or knowing people are there, but the person who's going to be going through it, visually at one of probably the most, I guess, compromised situations you could ever be in, the one that's delivering the baby, that's who the decision should be left up to. So first I would say, if the partner who's delivering the baby doesn't want them to be in the room, OP's not the jerk for not letting them be there. Secondly, if it is left up to OP and OP doesn't want them in the room, they're still not the jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk for defending my kid's right to privacy for my girlfriend's kid? I've been dating my girlfriend for a few months now. I've got two kids, 10-year-old male and 7-year-old female, and she's got one, 3-year-old male. Her son is autistic, and that's new for both me and my kids, so we're trying to learn and understand. My kids are pretty independent and love to do their activities in their bedrooms, Lego, art, etc. My daughter on numerous occasions has let her son come into her room and go through her things, like her markers and such, just likes the colors, isn't drawing on things. The other day, my daughter moved him out of her room and closed the door and locked it. 
He threw a fit, and my girlfriend noticed this and came to me saying that she feels it's rude of my kids to shut him out of their rooms. I told her that those were their rooms and that her kid needs to understand boundaries and that my kids don't have anywhere else in the house, besides the bathroom, to be alone. I also said it's not their responsibility to entertain her son. Am I the jerk? I think OP's being a pretty good parent in this situation, I can't say that they would be the jerk. If a kid doesn't want to play with another kid, they shouldn't be forced to. And even if these were biological siblings, they deserve to have their own space for their own ease of mind. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sober friend it's not my job to have the exact non-alcoholic drink she wants at the parties I throw? I'm in college right now. My best friend Joshua, made up for anonymity purposes, is dating one of my other friends, Ashley, also made up, and she barely ever drinks, which, good for her. I respect people that are sober. I have parties at my place around once a month and like to make a batched alcoholic punch of some kind, but I get coke or fruit punch or something non-alcoholic as well because I don't want to pressure people to drink. At the last party I threw, despite having Coke Zero and Dr. Pepper, Ashley was like, do you have sparkling water? I said, no, I don't really like sparkling water, so I would never buy it for myself. She looked upset, but she said regular water was fine. She sends me this long text message the next day basically saying, I really wish you would have had sparkling water for me when you throw stuff and consider me. I don't really like sugary stuff like soda and don't want to drink, but it's boring having just water to drink. Just because I don't drink doesn't mean I don't deserve a fun drink too. I basically told her, it's not my job to buy something I don't ever drink with my money just for you to have. I provide non-alcoholic options because I'm considerate of you and the other people that don't drink. And if you don't want to drink them, then go to your store and buy some yourself. I advertise it as BYOB, so that can apply to you. Or at least have Joshua buy it for you. I'm not your servant. Joshua's not mad at me, but he told me I should talk to Ashley and apologize. I just don't get why I should apologize. That would imply I did something wrong. Sparkling water doesn't cost a lot, so it's not a money thing, but it's the principle of it. Wanting me to buy something else for each party when I provide one to two NA options and you're capable of buying it and bringing it yourself and you don't even offer to buy me something or do something for me in return? Plus, why am I being held to a higher standard than her literal boyfriend? Sometimes it just feels like all I do is serve to give people stuff and it's never a consideration about me. I just wish it didn't feel like people took advantage of me all the time and expected me to do every single thing for them. I think it's pretty clear OP's not the jerk here. They're not supposed to be some bar that has a multitude of things on tap. They don't have a fountain with eight varieties of drinks for you. And not gonna lie, I don't think sparkling water is a very common party drink to provide for your guests. If you want something like that, then bring it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my son be my daughter's servant due to a period? My wife and I, 34, have two children ages 10 and 13. We currently are in a smaller situation, so please no judgment on here about this, because it will change soon. We fell into some financial struggle and damage of our home, so we've been renting a two-bedroom apartment while our home is being fixed, and our children are sharing a room. Basically, my daughter, 13, gets really bad periods the same as her mother, which I'm very knowledgeable about. I grew up with six sisters and have been with my wife for nearly 18 years. But the thing is, I think she's taking advantage of our son. My daughter has him running to the fridge for her, grabbing everything for her, even adjusting the TV volume and the LED lights. It makes me glad that he wants to help her, but he cannot do everything for her. When I brought this up to my son, my wife became very angry at me and said I was going to discourage our son and I should be proud he's learning early. 
I said although I'm proud, I feel he's being taken advantage of. He can grab things for her if he wishes, but going so far to adjust AC, the TV volume, getting up at her every call is a bit far. She got angry at me and told me I'd never understand and that I was going to ruin our son's helpful mindset. I'm just trying to help. I feel though he's being taken advantage. Am I the jerk? So I think this all comes down to what the son wants to do. Like, are they wanting to do all this help? Like, if they're going out of their way and they want to be helpful and do all of this, then yeah, OP's very clearly the jerk for saying, no, stop being so helpful to your sister. Like, what? Our next story is, am I the jerk for kicking my nephew and his friends out of my house for using coded language that turned out to be very offensive and demeaning? What about the results of him leaving? On Sunday, I hosted a big game party. My nephew, 16, just sort of dropped by with three friends and I was okay to let them stay. They immediately started calling the quarterback Zesty, then said it so much that I asked him what it meant. They giggled and said that it means he's really popular on social media. They must have said it a thousand times and they were really annoying, but I was trying to chalk it up to teenage boys, trying to show off for my 20-something girlfriends. They started calling each other Zesty, and I knew something was up. So I looked it up and was shocked to find out it essentially is a Gen Z way of saying a very derogatory word for gay. I told him he had to stop. He argued with me and said I was stupid and can't get definitions off the internet. I couldn't take it, so I told him he had to leave. He argued with me all the way out. What I didn't know would happen is he would be so focused on the argument, he crashed his car into a parked car. My brother is blaming me, saying that I not only accused him of being a bigot, that I should have called the situation down instead of getting him all riled up to cause the accident. Am I the jerk? Well, first of all, OP's not wrong about the definition they got off the internet. That's absolutely what it means, what they were intending. And second of all, there's almost not a thing in this world that somebody can say that upsets me personally more than you should have calmed the situation down instead of letting me get all riled up and cause an accident. That's just the most abusive, narcissistic sounding thing I've ever heard. You should have calmed it down so that you didn't rile me up. I say freak off with that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to give my niece a job referral? I'm a senior software engineer and work at a local software shop. We aren't super big, but we are profitable and make a business-to-business software-as-a-service web app. It's a small company and everyone knows each other really well. I was recently having dinner with my sister whose daughter graduated in CS two years ago and was a junior programmer. She worked for iRobot but got laid off recently. We were talking about tech-related topics while we were having dinner, and she seemed like someone passionate about the industry, so I mentioned that there were openings at my workplace. She then inquired about job referrals. Since we never really worked together, I told her I couldn't do so, but I'd like to ask her a question to gauge her knowledge, and would only refer her if she passed. I asked her a problem I knew on the top of my head on dynamic programming to use CS concepts to maximize the amount of coins by opening boxes, which is quite similar to a popular problem on bursting balloons on lead code. She failed to produce an efficient answer within 45 minutes and only finally got it after an hour and a half after a hint. So I said I could not refer her, but she was free to apply on her own. My sister was now upset at me and called me a jerk and said I should still try to help her and that it was unfair to test her on the spot. 
The thing is, I don't want to take any risks, as if I did refer her, she would probably get hired, as our interviews are very easy, and almost all referred candidates get hired. But then if she performed badly after being referred, it would reflect really badly on me. I know the question I asked is not related to the job, but I still think it's a good way to test one's intelligence. I think OP is the jerk here, especially for the closing statements they gave. OP literally said, I know I asked them on the spot to do something and answer something that isn't actually related to anything that they would be doing in the job, but because they didn't answer that correctly, I don't think they're a good fit for a referral. It's like asking a person who's training to be a pediatrician on the spot to name the anatomy of a ferret. Like, it's not a surprise that they got something wrong and it's not even what they were going for. Although, for all I know, maybe they could point out the anatomy of a ferret. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.